0: Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey here. And welcome back to another episode of the fractional CMO show. And in this, I want to talk to you about kind of how we get caught up in measuring things, and how to ensure that you're taking care of your mental health and uh, in in your growth in in your fractional CMO practice, and also how to make sure that you're taking care of your teams and fostering an opportunity for them to um, celebrate. So the, the basic idea that I want you to walk away from this episode with is that if you measure yourself from where you are to how far you have to go to be successful, you will never get there. Just think about, like, any time you've ever wanted anything, um, You know, I I can think of an example of the first luxury watch I ever wanted, right? I had my eyes set on it, and I worked diligently to set aside some money for it, and finally I bought it. And it was like the moment that I bought it, I actually wanted something else. I wanted something much uh, further down the line, right? Like something that's much more expensive. Uh, And I caught myself in that. And where I thought I would be happy or satisfied having reached an outcome I quickly moved the goalpost and said it actually isn't this uh, Tudor GMT. It's a Rolex President, uh, what presidential president, Um, right? Like to be like Tony Soprano, right? Um, And 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 I moved the goalpost on myself. Not even really enjoying the purchase that I had made. And I look back at that and I think like how ridiculous that is, Um, but it was very real and very true for me. Right? I, I set a goal, I worked hard, I achieved it, I got to the outcome, and the moment I achieved the outcome, I wanted a different outcome. You've also done this uh, in your business, I'm sure. I remember when I first started, I was back, this was right after college, I graduated into the housing crisis in 2008, and uh, couldn't find work, and um, ended up selling some stuff online, meeting a guy, he asked me to run his Google Ads for a 1000 bucks a month. And um, I, I ultimately joined a Glazer-Kennedy Insider Circle based out of um, Brighton, Michigan. And I couldn't afford the seat there, so I did some work exchange stuff where I labeled CDs and swept the floors and cleaned the toilets and picked up the catering and that kind of stuff. So that I could have a free seat at the table. It was really kind of Derek to do that, and he definitely opened up doors for me, and I'm eternally grateful for him. Um, and... Uh, I remember sitting at one of those meetings and people were talking about like what their success is, like what they wanted, what they define success as. And it's pretty easy in business to define success as money, which obviously I think that there's a lot more to life than just money, but let's just sit on the money side of it just for a moment. And I remember saying, man, if I could make $3,500 a month, that would be it. Like I would be a king. And all these buddies who had full-time jobs working their butts off um, some of them had great degrees like packaging degrees, you know, my buddies that went into packaging, um, did very well immediately out of college, I have a degree in environmental policy, and I didn't want to go work for the Senate, and I didn't want to go work for a think tank, you know, I, it just wasn't for me. Um, so 3500 bucks a month in income. Um, doing this marketing thing, this wasn't fractional CMO work. This was just like marketing consulting or marketing labor or, you know, marketing technician, funnel building, that kind of thing. Like whatever I could do, honestly, 3,500 bucks a month to me was like, that would be me having made it. And I, I can't even tell you the moment that I passed $3,500 a month because it was quickly, um, like a forgotten target. So I kind of, I forgot that that was even something that I wanted. I, I never got to celebrate it. There's there's no moment in my life where I celebrated that. So then I got my income up to $5,000 a month. Uh, but I had buddies that made more and, you know, envy kind of crushes the celebration of, of any achievement when you look at what someone else has and they have more. And I recently watched something from Charlie Munger talking about how we live in an envy economy and why right now there's, there's uh, you know, arguably the... It is better to be alive today than it is 100 years ago for all things, for equality, for basic human needs being met, for people in the South having air conditioning, you know, like it's it's a pretty incredible time to be alive, all things considered. But he said that people aren't happier than they used to be. And the reason is because we measure ourselves against others and there's now more successful, more beautiful, luckier people in the world than us and we'll never be them. So envy kind of crushes that. So interesting, right? Like when my income would grow and I'd hit these targets, I would miss the celebration of them and just move on to this next kind of logical income target and never really be satisfied. Um, so well, one thing that I thought was, was funny was like uh, building my fractional CMO practice to a half million dollars a year. Well, well what is a half million dollars a year? How do you, how do you define a half million dollars a year? Let me tell you some ways that you can just define a half million dollars a year. That in the last 12 months, your business brought in top line revenue, $500,000. That could be a definition. The definition also could be that in the last month, you brought in, let's say 500,000 divided by 12. So $41,666, right? If you had one month, at that half million dollar year run rate, did you meet did you hit the target or do you have to do it for three months or do you actually have to do it for six months or 12 months i don't know like what's what's your definition is it profit is it a half million dollar year fractional cmo practice about profit like you actually have to profit a half million do you take out stripe processing fees what about paypal processing fees what if you have an assistant that helps you and you have a half million dollar fractional CMO practice, but you pay them 40, 50, 60, $70,000 a year just to take that out and, or like increase your total number in order to hit your satisfaction line. Here's, here's what I'm getting at. What you'll find is unless you clearly state what the goal is and write it, down with like think through kind of these permutations of what the goal actually is. It's not enough to say it's a half million dollar year fractional CMO practice. It's to say it's a half million dollar year fractional CMO practice where I don't work on Fridays, inclusive of all fees, everything. This is just top line revenue. Maybe you write a better goal that says my target is to make a half million dollars a year as a fractional CMO after taxes and only work 30 hours a week. Something like that. Like, you just need to clarify this goal honestly and accurately. And then you need to write it somewhere that you can look at. For me, um, about, what is that? Eight feet, seven feet from my monitors at my desk. I have a whiteboard, and it has some of these targets on it. Very simple targets. Income targets for hours a week target. Um, and then some other mantras, and some other kind of road, uh, like some uh, kind of markers on the trail to that big success. You know, saying you want to make a half million a year as a fractional CMO is great. There's there's probably a first step, a first major step, like winning your first client that pays you at least $10,000 a month as a fractional CMO. That's probably like something worthy of celebrating, like something worthy of like, significantly celebrating. And I think that it's important to consider how to celebrate in a way that isn't like food or buying yourself something. And you certainly can do that. You know, you're, you're, you're allowed to do whatever you want in life, but like the celebration should be something that should just like give you a sense of like excitement, uh, like plan a trip with your family or plan a trip by yourself right? Or like donate to a cause that you care about or like just do something that actually has some significance and value and meaning to you when you hit that outcome. Because I want you to look back on your life in 10 years from now when like a half million dollars a year as a fractional CMO is like kind of a joke because you've been crushing that and doing a lot more than that and you have asymmetric upside and you're making even more money than that. I want you to look back along the way and see these individual steps that you achieved. One step was getting your first client at $3,000. Your next step was a $10,000 a month client. Your next step was getting to your first $30,000 or $40,000 or $41,666 a month. Your next step was when you hired an assistant and they took away all the kind of, um, you know, kind of like busy work of proposal writing and um, following up on, you know, boring emails and all that kind of stuff. You should celebrate that. You should celebrate when you declare that you no longer work Fridays or you only work half-day Fridays or in the summer you don't work Fridays and in the winter you do because what else are you going to do because you're not an outdoors person. I don't know, right? You have to, what I want you to do is I want you to create these outcomes that you're aiming to achieve and then work diligently to achieve them, right? And just like pay the price that's required for it and get to those outcomes if you believe in them and want them and then celebrate them. I want your life to be You can play back a movie of these times when you did something that was incredible, that you bet on yourself, you worked diligently, you built the business, you served the clients, you created huge outcomes for them, you parlayed that into bigger and better clients that treated you with all the respect that you deserve and you were able to deliver bigger and better outcomes and you had more of a budget to spend on the team and you were able to hire the best of the best and you were able to focus them on the biggest problems and you create this sense of momentum in what you're doing. When you start having bigger goals like that, You stop getting sidetracked by the smallest thing. In the grand scheme of things, over the next 10 years, if you, let's say, join the CMOX Accelerator and you closed your first client in a week, or if you close them in six months, right? Today, that feels like a huge difference. Six months, 180 days. That's a ton of time. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not. And it's just kind of the cost that's required, right? It's it's, it's the um, table stakes to play the game of as a fractional CMO. Some people become a fractional CMO and they're able to go like win a client immediately. Some are leaving a full-time job. Their employer kind of knows it. So the full-time CMO says, Hey, I'm going to leave and go do this thing, but I'd love to just convert this over to a fractional engagement. Can we do that? And you have a little back and forth with that client and boom, next thing you know, you make 60% of your income, 70% of your income and you're only working a third or a quarter of the time or even less like very, very possible to happen. But obviously that's not, that's not everybody that's listening to this, right? You may have no network and you may have to start from zero from scratch When I started as a fractional CMO, um, I was working at an agency and I just couldn't use the, the relationships that I had. I mean, ultimately I got my first gig from a buddy who introduced me to a friend of his who was looking for a marketing leader and it worked out and we worked together for over a year. Um, and it was a wonderful experience for me and and I hope for him too. Um, and you know, that was kind of lucky. Not everyone is that lucky. I get that. We've got members that aren't that lucky, uh, that don't have that kind of network, that don't have that kind of relationship with people who are eager to give them money. Um, Actually, I was just speaking to a member today, and she said, I have like no social proof. I have no proof that I've done anything great. And I said, how come? And she said, because I just have never collected it. It's not because she hasn't done great stuff for her clients or her employer, but she just never collected it. That's nice to be able to put together case studies and do all that, but not everyone has that. And I think that in a lot of ways, a case study and, and social proof like that um, can be a, an excuse why we don't think we deserve an outcome. Oh, I don't have a case study. I don't deserve to make that sale. I don't deserve to make it at 10000 right? Well, if you're solving a problem that kind of needs the focus of a $10,000 a month fractional CMO, then you, know, you, have, to, you have to charge uh, appropriately for it. So let's talk about your team and what what this means for your team. I see this with companies, man, and I hate it. It just, it just hurts my heart. You step into a company and the executive is so driven to grow, 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 grow. And they're smart and they're hardworking and they're putting in the long hours and they expect other people to do it. And they're surrounded by full-time employees that are working at a minimum 40 hours a week, but probably 50, sometimes more. Sometimes there's a things that happen at night uh, I was just reading on Reddit uh, a developer talking about how he works all day and then at night he does a 1-hour call to hand off the projects to the overseas development team. Like that's not an uncommon thing to happen in, in the full-time world. And we could talk about that another time, but you know, in my eyes it's it's the prerogative of the CEO to get everything that they can out of their team, squeeze every single drop of effort and energy. I mean, if someone if like If they can do that and no one pushes back, then, like, why wouldn't they do it, right? So what I want you to consider is when an outcome is reached on the team that you lead, if you don't stop and make it a big fucking deal, it blows by. It just blows by. Let's say people work at their job from 8 to 5. Let's say they wake up at 6.45, they're at work from 8 to 5, and they're in bed by 10. Okay, that person is spending a majority of their life working, and they're probably working um, because they're committed, because they're interested, because they want to work and 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 deliver great outcomes and feel useful. I think that's a big thing people want. Right? They want to be useful. They want to know that their work is actually being like appreciated, and they want to be part of something bigger. And the better the employee is, the better the team member is, the more they want. Outcomes like they want speed, they want outcomes, they want complexity, like they want to work hard to make something really tough happen. You know, why would someone build software like complex software? It's because they enjoy it, there's like an innate joy to it. And if you don't create a ritual to help them celebrate those wins, it's like it's like it's like you're just gonna burn everybody out, it's just not an environment. That people look forward to being in because they know the moment they hit send and the campaign's done or they launched the thing from, you know, the sandbox to production or they launched the new website or whatever, whatever the outcome is. Once it's achieved, they know that maybe they have like an hour or two to kind of be like, nice, we did it. And then they got to get right back to work. I want you to create an environment with the people that you work with, which here starts with you first, creating the environment for you, which is identify tangible, clear, smart goals, which is like actually attainable, well written. It's not half a million dollar year fractional CMO practice. It's half a million dollar year top line, where you know I've collected that over the last twelve months, you know, and haven't worked a Friday, or only worked or worked less than ten Fridays out of the year. Like you have a really intelligent outcome. I want you to start with that, and then I want you to give those outcomes to your team. Hey, this is what success looks like. If we get this big outcome to happen, right? we, get, um, we launch a new community, and we get 5,000 signups in the first 30 days. That is our success. If you do that, and then you celebrate the micro wins, you call out the person who stayed up late with support, and you say, thank you so much for getting out the support. That was a pain in the ass, uh, and I, I really appreciate you doing that work. You're going to build a sense of culture with the team where everyone has each other's back. They're excited to be there. Um, They're focused on the outcome. They're not just like going through the motions. They really care. And if someone isn't enthusiastic about it, then just reference my previous episode about core values and specifically the core value of always enthusiastic, always positive. You want people that are enthusiastic and positive. You should have an expectation that people are disgruntled when you join the organization as the fractional CMO, it's likely going to happen that they've just been force fed outcome after outcome after outcome. And they've never had a moment to breathe and celebrate. It's your job to start carving that space. You carve it by creating a Slack channel called wins. You do it by having a badge of the week and carving out a hundred dollars a month, uh, from your client's budget to support your team. And every time someone um, exhibits a core value or they just hooked you up, they helped you out, they stayed up late, whatever. Um, they stopped doing what they were doing for the day and they helped you instead on this project or um, you know, they had a really great idea on a meeting or whatever. They did a great documentation of a process. Um, they brought in a new tool that saved time. Whatever the thing is, the team should shout each other out in that badge channel or that wins channel and say, you know, Nibir, thank you so much for uh, getting this tracking issue figured out. Uh, Thank you for staying up late. I know you worked your ass off on it. I really, really appreciate it. This is huge for us. When you get other people celebrating each other's wins, you create this culture of support, respect, trust, uh, camaraderie. It's just a better energy to be in. And then you get on your calls, and people want to be on those calls because, hey, maybe someone's going to say something nice about me. You know? And if they don't, then at least I get to focus on a really big problem, and my voice matters, and there's an outcome that we're all working towards, and I know that this is a stepping stone for me uh, into another career if I want later. But man, I'm pretty happy with right where I'm at. Like that—that's the environment that you can create. You will not create that environment if you don't have clear outcomes, and if those outcomes aren't like easy to understand when someone achieves it. You know, if I said drive to Philadelphia, which is where I live, um, You would drive where? Where, Like You'd map to Philadelphia. Where would Google Maps take you? I don't know, to Broadit Market, right at the city hall, right in the middle of the city? Is that Philadelphia? Well, really where I wanted you was in my neighborhood. Really where I wanted you was at uh, this specific coffee shop, right? You have to be explicit of where you want someone. You got to give them the lat and long, right, down to the, whatever, the seconds on it. You want to know precisely what success is. You want to focus everyone around it, and you want to celebrate the micro wins along the way. And then celebrate the macro win. And you don't have to celebrate this with money. You don't have to celebrate this with anything besides just like having a pregnant pause in the meeting and just saying, hey, guys, I've got an announcement to make. You did it. Three months ago, we set out on this huge task. Do you guys remember? We didn't have a CRM. Our analytics were all broken. We had just let go of our ad team. And where are we today? What did we just do? 5,000 members in our community in 30 days. We did it, right? 60 days of building, 30 days of promotion. We did it. We crossed the line today. The last three months, you guys have worked your butts off to make this happen. I want you guys all to feel really proud of yourself today. This is huge. I hope you guys see how big of a deal this is for us, for the community, for the longevity of the business, for the profitability. This is just a big, big deal. Let's share. Who learned something over the last three months? What'd you learn about this? It's like create that environment. Yeah, it slows things down for a minute because you, the team isn't productive. But they're just like, you know, you, you, it's 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 a it's a marathon, not a sprint. In the marathon, you need some breaks, right? You need to kind of chill out. Last thing I'll say on this is, if you have someone who's working above and beyond, like force them out on a day. You you have this like kind of gray zone. Um, as a fractional CMO with folks, like, I, I never want to be in the position as a fractional CMO of, like, approving time off, right? It, it kind of feels like a, excuse me, teacher, can I please go to the bathroom? You know, can I have a hall pass? Like, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. I don't ever want to have those conversations because the answer is, like, absolutely. Like, whatever you need to do in your life, you should do. And also, you have these major outcomes that you have to achieve, and, like, I need you to, like, achieve them. If someone's like, I need to leave because, you know, I, I worked with someone uh, a while back and she was like, hey, my brother's coming home from the military. Can I hang out with him? And it's like, you know, I thought to myself, like, who am I to say yes or no? Like, what a ridiculous question. Like, you should hang out with your brother and, like, that's just what you should do. Um, And I told her as much. And she said, can I take Friday off? And I was like, when does he come home? She goes, Thursday. And I was like, can you take Thursday off too? She's like, can I? I was like, can you? <laughs> like. She's like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, what do you have to get done? Just like, can we like figure that out? And can you cascade those messages and work with the team to cover you while you're out? And she's like, yeah, I can do that. It's like, great, do it. And then have a great time. See you on Monday. So you can create these opportunities where you're not like micromanaging people or holding their hand. You're just like helping them do the thing that actually matters. At the end of the quarter, it's achieving the outcomes. That's it. That's all I care about is, like, achieving major outcomes at the end of the quarter and, like, having a great time doing it. I don't want the stress last minute of people who haven't done the thing kind of, like, sprinting to uh, do it last minute. That's, like, that's a grind. So you just get smart people, give them big outcomes, have them work as a team, celebrate the micro wins along the way, and celebrate the macro wins, too. And all of this starts with you. Clarify precisely what you want as a fractional CMO. Come up with a couple of those um, road markers. And when you get to them, celebrate them. And maybe you want to go to the Cheesecake Factory because you think that their um, interior design work is um, amazing. (laughs) Um, That's cool. Uh, Great. I love cheesecake. I'd go with you. Um, Maybe... um, You know, maybe you just want to do like a short weekend uh, out of town and go get a really nice Airbnb with a big bathtub and get like a luxurious bottle of bubble bath to celebrate. You know, that's cool too. Maybe you just want to go on a long bike ride. I don't know what your thing is, right? Figure out the thing that gives you the most value. And if you don't know what it is, ask your partner, ask your spouse, ask your kids, ask your parents, ask your sibling. Someone else knows what lights you up if you can't see it for yourself. And just go do it. Go enjoy it. Go celebrate it. So that you can look back on your deathbed and say... I solved big problems. I delegated everything but leadership. I had a ton of fun doing it and I celebrated all along the way. Man, that's a life well lived. All right, if you want some help doing this, Fractional CMO Accelerator. That's what we run, that's what we do. It's who we help, people like you. Just uh, book a call with my team. CMOX.co slash invite. I've got a video there for you. I recorded it. It tells you all about what we got going on. CMOX.co slash invite. Just book a call. Uh, after you watch that video and um, yeah it's, it's pretty simple alright hope you're well talk to you thank you for joining us for today's show for more information and episodes visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com show.com. go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app it means a lot at least to my mom